Welcome to Sophisticated Mom, and I'm your host, Dr. Sophia, the creator of the Christian lifestyle blog, SophisticatedMom.com. I will break down faith-based advice and make it applicable and relatable to help you on your journey on this thing we call life. You'll learn everything you need to know on how to become the master of your own destiny. It's easy to get discouraged by people who bring you down, but one thing that you have to realize is that people who bring you down are no match for you. So I'm going to explain the artist dealing with people that you can't stand and those who bring you down. So number one, dealing with people you can't stand and how and people who will bring you down. They can try, but they cannot stop you or make you feel any kind of way unless you give in to what they're doing. As a Christian, whenever I was faced with people trying to get in my way, I remember the story of David, which I have a separate blog post on. You can click the link down below to read that. I mean, legit, his family really did not like him, and his people laughed at him when he was trying to slay Goliath. But David had what I like to call spiritual cockiness, which I talk about in my video down below. That whenever someone said something to him, he would clap back and he would prove them wrong by his actions. And ultimately, his name is the name that we remember in history and not all the people who brought him down. And before I get into the rest of the post, don't forget to subscribe to my YouTube channel by clicking the link down below. I know we like to think that the Bible is outdated, but no, there is nothing new under the sun and I can promise you the same ways that people tried to bring you down then are some of the same ways that people tried to bring David down. So number two, what to do when it's family. If your family is trying to bring you down, that happened to David too. When Samuel came to his father's Jesse to anoint one of the sons as king, do you know that Jesse brought all of his sons in to be considered as king except for David? 1 Samuel 16. That just goes to show how low they thought of him that they did not even call him in the house to be considered as king. And to add icing on the cake, every time David would say something such as ask a question, his brother would jump down his throat. In this case, all David was asking was what was the reward for killing Goliath. Now Eliab, his oldest brother, heard what he said to the man and Eliab's anger burned against David and he said, why have you come here? With whom did you leave those few sheep in the wilderness? I know your presumption, overconfidence and the evil in your heart, for you have now come in order to see the battle. But David said, what have I done now? And was it just not a harmless question? 1 Samuel 17, 26 through 29. So as you can see that every family member can be toxic and you can watch my video down below for more on how to deal with toxic family members. But number three, what to do when people try to crush your dreams? So at this point, David had faith in himself and he thought that he could slay Goliath. And I get that David was small and that Goliath was a giant, but even when he told his people that he was going to slay Goliath, he received no encouragement whatsoever. They literally told him that he was too young, that he was just a boy and that he wasn't going to win. 1 Samuel 17, 33. Have you ever been in a situation where you have had some great ideas, a great plan, and you have want to share them with people that you love only for them to shoot you down and to tell you that you can't do it? You can also check out my video down below that I did on David and how to deal with people who don't believe in you. Number four, trust yourself. Oftentimes when you have your own plans, other people will butt in and tell you that your plans are dumb or they will try to tell you what they think is best for you. As is the case with David when they were going to let him fight Goliath, probably thinking that he was going to die. And so they were trying to give him some armor to give him a fighting chance. But then David said, I cannot go in these, he said, because I'm not used to them. So he took them off. 
Then he took his staff in his hand, chose five smooth stones from the stream, and put them in the pouch of his shepherd's bag. And with his sling, he approached the Philistine. 1 Samuel seventeen thirty-eight through 39 What David was saying is that he knew what was best for him and that he knew what he was doing and what he wanted to do and that he did not care what anybody had to say about it or how they wanted him to do it. And mind you, plenty of people laughed at him along the way as he was just a teen facing a giant, but David knew what no one else knew, that no one can make him feel any way that he didn't want to feel. And as long as he had confidence, then what other people did or said about him didn't matter. How David handled these people are some of the ways that you're going to handle these people. Also check out my video down below on the spirit of David. Number five, you can choose to ignore him. When it came to David's family treating him badly, he straight up ignored them and was about his purpose. When your family or anyone comes against you and tries to bring you down, often it's best to just not say anything. Just go about your everyday life and just keep doing what you're doing. David was still anointed to be king. David still slew Goliath. And David was still a man after God's own heart. The fact that his family thought that he did not deserve to be king or thought that he would not be king meant nothing, and it didn't stop what was meant for David. Number six, you can clap back in a godly way. To be fair, I probably would have made fun of David too and thought he was going to die, but this is where David did not lay down and die, but instead he let people know the power that was in him and he said, for who is this uncircumcised Philistine that he has taunted and defied the armies of the living God? 1 Samuel 17, 26. I love this line because I imagine the swag that David would have when he said it. Like he was basically making fun of Goliath's penis and saying that he was not worth anything and that he was no match for him and God. Now what? What David was basically saying is that this giant was no match for me. Who is this Philistine who thinks that he can stand up to me? David did not care who Goliath was. He did not care how big he was. He had no fear when facing Goliath, and he had no issue putting other people on notice and letting them know that. Whenever people want to bring you down, I want you to have the same conviction. Whenever you are dealing with people who bring you down, you need to have the mentality of David. Who are these Philistines who dare to come up to you? Who is this person who thinks that they can speak down to your destiny? Who is this person who thinks that the dream God gave you cannot come to pass? Who are they to doubt what you know to be true? And here's what David knew. Saul replied, You are not able to go against this Philistine and fight him. You are only a young man and he has been a warrior since his youth. But David said to Saul, Your servant has been keeping his father's sheep when the lion or the bear came and carried off his sheep from the flock. I went after it, struck it, and rescued the sheep from its mouth. When it turned to me, I seized it by its hair, struck it, and killed it. Your servant has killed both the lion and the bear. And this uncircumcised Philistine will be like them because he had defied the armies of the living God. The Lord restored me from the paw of the lion and the paw of the bear and will rescue me from the hands of the Philistine. 1 Samuel seventeen thirty-three through 37 What David knew was that the same people doubting him did not know him for real. They did not know what he had been through. They did not know the power that he had. They did not know anything. David knew his own power because he killed some lions and some bears and he was once again insulted Goliath's penis by telling him that he was going to kill him too. My point is just because you believe in you, don't expect other people to. Don't expect other people to recognize your greatness. Recognize your own greatness and there is a time to clap back and let people know that you're not going to back down and to not keep coming for you. In Jesus' name, amen.
You can also watch my video down below on how to clap back as a Christian. Number seven, remember they're projecting their own insecurities on you. David had the confidence to slay Goliath, but no one else did. And just because they were scared, they expected David to be too. The men of Israel said, have you seen this man who is coming up? Surely he is coming to defy Israel. First Samuel 17, 25. These are the men that were fearful of Goliath. These are also the men whose name are not mentioned in the Bible. And these are the men that we don't even know who they are. These are the men who tried to project their own fears on David. And these are the men that David did not listen to. So you have to ask yourself, what will you choose? Do not listen to other people, allowing them to steal your destiny. If you know that you have a destiny, a calling, a purpose, and that God created you, then you know that other people's words won't matter. And say to yourself, who is this Philistine? Who is this person who thinks that they have the ability to speak down and to rob me of my dignity? Number eight, have faith in you and not what other people are saying to you or about you. The good thing about Davis is that he suffered from having too much faith in himself and too much faith in God. And great thing he did, otherwise he might be dead. Do you remember when Saul tried to get David to put on all this heavy armor and thinking that he was protecting David? David took it off and put on a tunic and got some rocks. David said he was not going to use that armor. David did not slay that lion and that bear in that armor, so he had to trust in what he knew and not what other people knew because if he would have gone out and slayed Goliath in that armor, then he may have died. David was able to do what he did because he trusted in his skills to throw a rock and hit a target, really hard might I add, with it. Something that may not have been done had he had on some heavy armor. Reaching into his bag and taking out his stone, he slung it and struck the Philistine in the forehead. The stone sank into his forehead and he fell down on the ground. Samuel 17:49. Number nine, shut people up with your actions. Seeing is believing. There comes a time where talk becomes cheap. People can tell you that you're not going to be anything, that you're not worth anything and try to crap on your dream. Just like David, you may want to ignore them and you may have clapped back at them. But yet and still, people are still trying to bring you down and that's when you have to shut them up. When it came time for David to slay Goliath, Goliath made fun of David, but David still clapped back. The Philistine also said to David, come to me and I will give your flesh to the birds of the sky and the beasts of the field. Then David said to the Philistine, you come to me with a sword and a spear and a javelin, but I come to you in the name of the Lord of hosts and the God of the armies of Israel whom you have taunted. This day, the Lord will hand you over to me and I will strike you down and cut off your head and I will give the corpses of the army of the Philistines this day to the birds of the sky and the wild beasts of the earth, so that the earth may know that there is a God in Israel. Samuel seventeen forty four through 36. And then there came a time where talk was cheap and he needed to show everyone that what he was saying is right. And so he said, so David triumphed over the Philistine with the sling of a stone and he struck down the Philistine and killed him. But there was no sword in David's hand. So he ran and stood over the Philistine, grabbed his sword and drew it out of his sheath and killed him and cut off his head. Samuel 17:50. David killed Goliath and even after he was dead so that his word would remain true again, David ran over to cut off Goliath's head so that no one could call him a liar. And then no one had anything to say because how can someone bring you down after you have just been exalted to the top? Let your haters be your motivators and stop listening to other people and use their negativity as energy to do exactly what they told you you couldn't do. And just like David said about Goliath, who is this Philistines who think that they can stop you? Who are these people? I mean, really, who are they? We don't know. What happened to all of these people who put David down? We don't know or nor do we care. They were not important. The hero here is David and the hero can be you. 
So here are some of my final thoughts. In case you're missing some key points here, I'm telling you that people who bring you down should mean nothing to you. Why would you care about what other people think if you're too busy doing you? When you focus on other people, you are giving them all of your power and you are letting them dictate your future. You are allowing them to rob you of something great and you are giving away the power God put in you. You may not be able to control what comes out of their mouth, but you can choose what you want to believe and how you allow other people to affect you. Just like David's response to Saul, when people speak down to you, let them know that in your time alone with God, you have dealt with bigger and badder fish and them putting you down is the least of your concerns. And just like David addressed Goliath, ask yourself, who is this Philistine? Who is this person who thinks that they have the right to come at you sideways? Who is this person who thinks they have the right to mess with your self-esteem? Who is this person who thinks they have the right to talk down to you? They don't have that right. Just remember if David could have fallen into those negative words, he would have faded into obscurity. He would not have been king. He would have died on that battlefield. His name would have been lost. And if you let other people who want to bring you down bother you, then that is what you will fade into, obscurity. Remember that other people have no control over your destiny. Remember that other people who bring you down are about their own insecurities and their own fears and never really about you, which I have a separate blog post and you can click the link down below to read that. If you know someone who could use this information, then feel free to share this post with them. Also, I have something that may help you out with your self-esteem and also building yourself up. It is my Christian Manifestation Guide, which you can click the link down below to buy.